millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady, where people mistake regular Joe Schmoes as employees. Guys, I hope you're having a great day today. And in today's episode, you've seen the title. The story is absolutely crazy. And the stories that are paired up with it are super satisfying. So with that said, do buckle up, grab a snack, grab a drink, and strap yourselves in because it's going to be a wild ride. Oh, and do hit that subscribe button for future stories. Steve-O's life depends on it. Or does it? So this happened over 10 years ago, but reading these stories made me remember this horrific experience. Now, it's not exactly retail, but I was mistaken as someone who was a client, so I hope it fits. So as a high schooler, my school made you do a work-study day. Super mandatory. I thought I could do a work-study at the job I had, which was at a vet's office, but I found out the day before that it wasn't allowed. Luckily, my dad was able to get me a shadowing position at some branch of his company, where he's the CEO. This is important for later. I show up, and I'm put into the care of Veronica, the program director. I'm supposed to shadow her working for the adult outreach program, which provides homeless services, healthcare services, mental health services, the works. Now, Veronica is immediately very irritated that she has to babysit me, and instead of actually having me shadow her do her tasks, she tells me to go clean the bathroom and the shower that are used by the shelter residents. So basically the whole day of working with her, she insults my intelligence, makes me sit on a caseworker's counseling session with the client, and I was basically treated like garbage the entire time. Now, I couldn't figure out why until I asked her to sign my form at the end of the day. Veronica says, Sure. Take this back to school. It's not like you're going to pass anyway. I don't even know why they let you kids shadow here. You're all just going to end up as adult clients in the end anyway. And you are going nowhere in life. And then I realize, oh my gosh, she thinks I'm shadowing here as a client of the youth version of the program. So as I stand there dumbfounded, holding my form and pencil out, she glances out the office window as a car pulls up. She says, oh great, now this idiot's here. I asked her, who... And she says, none of your business, just some stupid moron that you should be glad you don't have to deal with. I peer out the window to see my dad roll up. I let her drone on and on and keep insulting my dad, and boy did she have a lot of things to say about him. So about 10 minutes later, my dad comes into the office, and I wait until my dad walks past reception and is walking towards her office. I then pop out of the office and say, hey dad. I run up and give him the biggest hug ever, making sure Veronica sees. And dad says, hey kiddo. I turn around to face Veronica with the biggest smile on my face and watch her go ghost white as my dad asked, did you have fun today? I told him I did and my dad thanks Veronica for letting me shadow her and we go to the car. Now I immediately go full tattletale mode like a four-year-old because holy cow woman, The kids from the program are shadowing you because they want to choose a career path to help others like themselves. And you treat them like that? What the heck is wrong with you? Veronica works at a hotel now. Guys, I would have paid money to see Veronica's face when OP ran up to her dad and gave him a hug. I'm so glad that Veronica was canned from that position. 
Actually, I don't know if she was canned, but maybe she quit out of embarrassment. Who knows? Being a program director and treating your clients that way and talking down to people you're supposed to help, yeah, I think it's best that you're not in that position. The town I lived in wasn't huge at the time and only had one gas station. I got a job there at the ripe old age of 15 years old and worked there for two years. By the end of my time there, I was essentially number three in charge. Eventually, another gas station opened up down the street and I got a job there. You gotta chase that couple bucks more an hour, right? This story takes place about a year after I left them. So, since I pretty much knew all the employees at the old store and became good friends with a lot of them, I would often stop there to get gas, chat with old co-workers, and grab a nice ice-cold chocolate milk. When I got to the fridge, I saw that there was no more milk. I told my co-worker, and he just told me to go help myself in the back, seeing as I used to work there. The fridge was also where all the beer was kept. So when a customer, an old Karen, noticed that I knew what I was doing, she assumed that I worked there. That seems fair, considering she had probably seen me there on many occasions, and I usually have no problem helping people. Oh, if i known how good of a day this would turn out to be. Karen says, Hey kid! Now, knowing that there wasn't anybody else in the fridge, I turned around from fumbling about in the boxes. And she says, Yeah, you! Go put this case of beer at the cash and hold it for me while I get some more stuff. She holds out a case of beer. Now, even if I did work there, I wouldn't have done it, but I figured I'd gently remind her that I am, in fact, an actual person. I told her, sorry ma'am, I actually don't work here anymore, and that was really rude. Now, I'm gonna have to assume that I triggered something for her because she lost it, screaming how she had seen me here before and she knew I worked here. I tried to get a word in edgewise, but was unable to, and with her between the door and myself, I figured I might as well try to ignore her and find my chocolatey goodness. She then says, Look at me when I'm talking to you. I told her, Look, I'm gonna have to tell you again that I no longer work here. With a huff, she turned around and walked out, but not before she threw one last insult. Karen says, Your mother must have been such a screw-up to have raised such a selfish boy. Now, I had been having a good day up until that point because it was my day off work. That changed when she insulted my mother. I found my drink and went to the registers. Now, it's funny how things work because karma strikes quick and without mercy. For when I got to the cash, they were having some technical problem with it and the screen was frozen and glitched. Knowing there was nobody else in the store except for myself, the old hag, and my buddy, I was in no rush to help. When my friend finally got fed up with trying the usual debug procedure, he looked up and asked for my help. So when working there, I was the go-to person to fix this kind of stuff. I glanced over at the screen and immediately recognized the problem and knew it was a simple fix. All he had to do was click two buttons at the same time. Now, if you had thought that Karen had gotten any quieter as this whole process was going on, you were wrong. She must have seen the excitement in my face when I saw it, because she started howling at me to fix it so she could get out of there. Seeing my chance for revenge, I struck. I said, Apologize. Karen has a stunned look on her face and says, What? I would like you to apologize to me, and I'll fix the problem. She says, No, I'll tell you what you need to do, you little twit. You need to fix it right now, or I'll have you and your buddy here fired. I then replied, I'd like to remind you that I don't work here, and I still expect an apology. I assumed she was running late, because after another 2-3 to minutes of back and forth, she finally relented. Karen grumbles and says, I'm sorry. Now fix the machine. 
And I normally would have accepted it, but I wanted to teach her that how she treats people will have consequences. So I said, you're sorry for what? At this point, she was fuming. She says, I'm sorry for being rude, even though you were being a brat. Now, I just stared at her, just thinking. She was so close. She was so, so close. She could have been free to enjoy her beer and to enjoy annoying somebody else that crossed her path, but alas, it was not meant to be. I told her, no, I don't accept it. Have a nice day. She had a dumb look on her face before it turned into a scowl and she started to scream again. She screamed, I swear, I am never coming back to this gas station ever again. The employees here are such stupid idiots. And she stormed out. Now, most people would have been content with that. I, however, was not. I quickly hit the buttons to fix the machine and I ran out yelling a quick goodbye. See, she swore the one thing I knew she wouldn't be able to keep. She swore she was never coming back to that gas station. Which can only mean that she only had one place to go for her booze right across the street to the gas station that I work at. As I left the gas station, I saw her on the phone blabbering about some idiot that's holding her up. I quickly bolted to the gas station across the street without her seeing me and told my coworker to please, please move and take a break and to sit back and enjoy the show. I quickly swapped into my work shirt and saw her pulling into the parking lot. She walks into the store right to the fridge and she doesn't see me, grabbing a 12-pack of beer and headed to the cash. I pretended to turn around to arrange the cigarettes until I heard an ahem, excuse me, I'm ready to pay. And let me tell ya, the look on her face was priceless as she was greeted by the sight of me smiling from ear to ear. All she could manage to squeak out was, you, how are you here? There's no way you work here. I told her, ma'am, I do work here, but I didn't work at the other gas station where you assumed I was an employee. I'm still waiting on that apology. Cut to about five minutes of swearing later, and she leaves again without the beer. My coworker was standing there slack-jawed, wondering how I was able to stand that verbal tirade, and even more confused as to why I kept on laughing even more as she went on. That was a good day. My friends, what a beautiful, perfect, and satisfying story, guys. I love the fact that OP stood his ground against this woman, and hey, I'm pretty sure what he did to her is gonna stick with her for the rest of her life, and maybe she'll think twice about berating another store employee and being so rude. Either that, or the anger from remembering what OP did will cause her to double down. Who knows? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So this story is roughly from 2013. 
I was an adjuster for Lizard Insurance and would go to many tow lots after car accidents and decide if a car was a total loss or send it to a body shop, as well as do the initial write-up of an estimate on repairs. The tow lot that I was at this day also worked with the state police and housed their overflow storage for anything deemed evidence and on hold from release. These vehicles were kept behind a locked gate, inside the fenced, gated tow yard. I was there to do an appraisal on two vehicles that had been involved in a minor accident. However, both were left unable to drive from the scene due to multiple flats, lights knocked out, or windows busted. I finished the first vehicle and I've started to take photos of the second vehicle. Now, I have headphones in and I'm listening to the album Cavalcade by the Flatliners. Seriously, you gotta check them out. Anywho, I see a woman, I guess around 50 years old. She walks up to the police evidence lot and the gate swings open out of the corner of my eye. As my back is turned to this woman, Karen, I take the last couple of photos I need. And Karen literally out of nowhere grabs both cables to my headphones from behind and rips them out of my ears. She then says, Excuse me, why are there two cars in front of mine so I can't get out? I told her, Please don't touch me, and I don't think you should be in here, and I don't want- You should not be listening to music on the job anyway, or slacking off taking pictures of other people's belongings. Who knows, you could be back here stealing. Now, I attempt to point at the Lizard Insurance logo on my blue jacket, but Karen continues on and says, Are you gonna do your job, or do I need to call the police, because you're refusing to give me my property? I asked her if she's gone into the office at ABC Towing, and she says, No. I saw you here, and you need to move these cars so I can get mine and leave. Now, she says that as she opens the door and gets into one of the cars that's blocking hers. I screamed at her saying, Hey, you can't go in there. That's police evidence. I use my cell phone to call ABC Towing to inform them. And Karen says, If you won't move these cars, then I will. Where are the keys? So at this time, the manager comes running out with one of those weird smartphone Nextel-style phones in his hand. And he says... Hey, get the hell out of here. Those cars are property of the state police. The manager then asked how she got in here as he walks up to the fence that keeps the lot closed. The manager then sees the chain that's used to keep the lot closed has been cut with bolt cutters. Karen cut open a locked gate with bolt cutters. The manager and Karen argue back and forth. I intently listen and half pay attention as I finish my duties for work. About 8 to 10 minutes pass and 7 police cars come flying into the lot. The manager greets the police and explain what's going on, but not after Karen attempts to scream at the police that I had stolen her car. The police tell Karen to move aside, sending one officer to wait with her. It turns out the lieutenant that was on the scene was also in charge of the county's police tow licenses. After getting the manager's story, the lieutenant comes to me and takes mine. While I'm informing him of what happened, Karen overhears and starts yelling and attempting to approach me. The officer standing with her grabbed her by the arm, and that's when Karen yanked that arm out of the female officer's hand and shoved her, surprisingly knocking the officer down. Karen is now screaming incoherently as she charges towards me. The lieutenant steps in front of me with his taser and hits Karen with the most beautiful sound in the world. Karen goes limp and face plants in the dirt. They immediately handcuff her. It turns out that Karen had walked onto the lot carrying bolt cutters, and she had been roaming the lot until she saw me, and I just happened to be near her car. Karen was charged with burglary, two counts of tampering with evidence, assault on a police officer, assault on me, trespassing and resisting arrest. 
Now, I know Karen did jail time, but I don't know how much. Okay, guys, first of all, I gotta ask this. What the heck is up with people yanking headphones or earbuds out of people's ears? I've read countless stories where rude people literally walk up to someone they're trying to talk to and just have at it. Secondly, wow, breaking in with bolt cutters, attacking police officers. I never understand how some people think it's a good idea to pull this level of stupid crap. Like, come on, Karen. Breaking into a police impound lot during the day with bolt cutters? Oh my goodness. You are absolutely crazy. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, thanks for coming to hang out again. And if you enjoyed the stories today, do hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode of our slash I don't work here, lady, a Karen fakes being attacked by a disabled employee so she can sue the store. It's actually so ridiculous. Check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you.